everybody. Today we're talking Tinashe's Twitter war and Forbes 100 hot celebrities. All that and more on Black Hollywood Lives this week. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week. What up, everybody? Welcome to Black Hollywood Live this week. We were at my house right now. <laughs> right, right. I, listen, I tried to dance, and then, like, the headphone caught me. I, was, it was, it was, I couldn't even get up the way I wanted to. Wait, were you at my house when we got on the cabinets? No. Oh. I remember the We story, are playing though. two live crew, Doodoo Brown, because we are celebrating them. That they're going to make a movie. They're making a movie. Supposedly. And we felt, like, inspired by their music. Because I haven't heard their songs in a minute. Me either. I ain't even thought about them in a minute until I saw that article. Well, well we going to talk <laughs> about You know, it. it's on my playlist. But uh, they, a rumor has it is that the kid who plays RJ something, the kid who plays the Blue Ranger in the new Power Rangers. Oh. That he's going to be, be the lead. The lead yeah. He's wow. going to play Luke. I believe so. That, I mean, that's I, an alleged. That's allegedly that there's, that's what's circulating. Well, I would watch that. So I'm really that interested movie. because, I mean, you know how, like, with the New Edition movie, they had some... They dirty things that went on with New Edition with the girls mm-hmm. and all of that and they, they gave good. us they, they did, did a good, good job, job they did a good job but, but especially for TV it did, exactly yeah. but it's it wasn't like two live crew like what the hell are they gonna do I, with yeah, that what are they, it, yeah how are they gonna they show they blowing them? farts out of their noses and shit like, I mean yeah, I don't even know how they gonna be able to show half the stuff but it's gonna yeah. be a, like a point like it should be vivid should I was gonna say it, it's prob- well, it's gotta listen, be soft point at a minimum like listen we'll see what's up everybody thanks again for tuning in I'm Derek Christian joining me is Courtney hey Stewart. I know we didn't even say our names. We just Forgot. went right into There's Luke. There's a show. You know, it's a show. We're we have our own personal living room conversations. That's Courtney, what we do. Courtney Stewart with hey, her shades hey, on. You can be I'm some sorry, y'all. Erica I'm tired. I, I, I just wasn't prepared Erica to be Badu. on camera today. So I'm doing something different. I feel like I'm going to hear you say, oh, my, my, my. Lights and incense. Right. The other side of the game. I'm Maybe not, not even going to respond to that. All right, fine. <laughs> and DJ Jesse J. <laughs> What's up? Just you got that's a cool little necklace you got on. Thank today. you. Rocks by Stevie. Check out Black Hollywood Lives the Beat. And you guys can uh we had a Stevie on there and we he makes these rocks. Rocks by Stevie, rocks by Stevie on Instagram. What is it like a, what's at the end? Is so it like it's a, a uh amber not amber. Shoot. He don't even know. Uh no, I just forgot it. But basically what happens is you meet you talk to him, you tell him a little bit about what's going on in your life. He picks out the stone that he thinks would best. So this what this stone does is it begins with a tiger eye. Tiger's eye. Oh dope. So it like kind of mellows you down. And it, it, it uh, holds your creative power and whatnot. So he well, talks I need, to you. I need five of those around. And my he neck makes man. a necklace specifically for. No, I was just gonna say that's custom. Is it Every based time, off any you know, like your birth sign or anything like that too, or is He's, it just your no, energy? Off, no, it's based off like right now, like uh, right now. He talks to you what's going on in your life, and then he makes a necklace about what uh, with a, with a crystal that could probably bring you positive energy to balance out what's going on in your life. I knew you would actually like. have a going for a, a suit on the carpet. That would be really cute. Actually, I just kind of, we might it's need to make that top. happen. Okay. I like Boom. it. Boom. Well, we got a lot of fun topics today and interesting topics. Show sure Tanasha oh, had an interesting time on Twitter, yeah. although she's saying it was taken out of context. Mm. But the half Danish, half Zimbabwean, or I don't know, how would you say that? Zimbabwean. Zimbabwean. Yeah. Um, Star, whose album, Joyride, was supposed to come out over eight 18 months. Wow, it's been that long. Ago. Struggle. Yep. <clears throat> um, was on put on hiatus. She blamed the industry. And Twitter took it that she was blaming colorism as well. She kind of uh, had this 
interview where she talked about how she, uh, as an as an artist, didn't feel like with her skin color she really fit in the black community or that she wasn't accepted even though she feels she identifies as a black woman she feels like she can't uh, really be accepted in that crowd where she opens up for Nicki Minaj and whatnot that people don't accept her Um, she said that there are hundreds of male rappers but when it comes to a black female there can only be Beyonce or Rihanna Black Twitter went um, on a field day with this one. One, mostly because she probably brought up Beyonce. (laughs) I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, between... (laughs) And the audacity to that. You know, um, another, you know, a lot of people are saying that she's, you know, like, your color has nothing to do with it in this situation. It's just you need to step it up like Beyonce wasn't born in a day right she wasn't Rihanna wasn't either clearly go back and watch some of Rihanna's live performances and if you watch the beat we talk about it we've talked about it for the past three years Tanache has the ability to be a star stop blaming it on other people and put the work in yourself because you can see the amateurness in her performances she's great but you can see it you can see she's young and what I've heard within the dance community is that you might be a little bit lazy of an artist and when that shows I don't believe that Beyonce is a lazy artist I've never heard that actually so I mean I know she says that it was taken out of context but what did you guys take from this whole I mean it's interesting because I was was reading the Twitter comments and and, you know some people were saying um after she said it was taken out of context, but some people were saying, well, actually, you're saying that because you're light, she was saying because she's biracial, light-skinned, that that didn't work to her advantage, but in this industry, we know that actually works to your advantage. Right. I mean, that was, we should, you know, we all know that if you watch any music video, that's has been the argument of the majority of what I you mean, see in music mad, video. People have been mad thinking Beyonce and Rihanna bleaching. Exactly. <laughs> so that should be your advantage. Now, I, and also some of the comments were saying, like you were saying, that she should just step up. Like maybe her music just isn't that good, or maybe it isn't. It, you know, maybe she needs to hire song, her producers or, and yeah, re, you know, hire you, some new producers or something. Like you have a song with Britney. Like wh- this is what happens when you sign to a label. This isn't new. Like yeah. you get shelved. That's right. why a lot of p- artists don't want to sign with labels. Like girl, this is this is the T. Two thousand and seventeen. Yeah. Well, I tried to like. When she's like retracting and saying like, "Oh, I didn't mean it in terms of colorism," like I, it's sort of not. I was like, "Okay, well, maybe what she's trying to say is that in this, you know, world of entertainment, we and we've seen it sort of with models and like that when it comes to women of color, usually there's like room for one or two, yeah, sure. where there could be like ten trend. white yeah. ones. It didn't yeah, matter. Absolutely. That's the so truth. So if that was kind of where she was trying to go, then I can kind of see a little bit of that. But in the same note, like I personally, like I said, cannot name a Tanasha song other than the one with Britney, and I don't even really know the name of that one. I just know that Britney's talking about a slumber party and has a really cool blue dress on. Um, so I do think. It's a combination, and it's a combination also. Like you can't say like Beyonce and Rihanna because the reality is, is they came up in a very different time. Yeah, I mean, and they've been in the game for a minute, for a long time. And yeah. even though Rihanna came after, Rihanna still came at a time where um, people weren't 
white as YouTube and yeah, SoundClouding right. and all of that, that, yet she yeah. still had. You could like, put her on a toothbrush and it was still People put money into that, their artists still yeah. at that moment. A and R department. She had the exactly. Jamaican flavored lane. There was nobody who sounded exactly. like her. Exactly. So you're in a different world. Flavored. Well, she wasn't. It's just <laughs> Bayesian flavored. Well, Bayesian. I mean, but but it had like that yeah. Jamaican feel to it. You know, what I mean, like everybody was like when she first came out, like she brought that whole. She had brought some Caribbean. Yeah, she brought she brought the Caribbean. Yeah. But so Tanasha, I mean, girl, you just need to, you know, how old is she? Twenty two. She's young too. That's why I'm like, you just on Empire. You just did this song with Britney, like, and who you was just, she on Empire? Um, I don't she, remember her character. No, no, name. she, she was did like she, she played was in, herself. Like, a, yeah, yeah. It oh. was like a Pepsi. It was like a Pepsi okay. thing or something. She did with Jesse. My bad. But it's just like, girl, come on, I can't. I'm, I'm like, uh, you're, this is an excuse. Like, girls would die to be in your position. Because at like, least we know your name, right? I mean, that in itself is an achievement. I mean, that's true. I mean, and when she was saying that, uh, I do agree that at there, that has been an argument that there is only one that's allowed. It's just like with actors and yeah. actresses and things. I think it is changing a little bit. I'm almost starting to feel like there's a lot of people out there. It's just a matter of how do you break through yeah. all those people that that's are out what there. It is. That's, that's the what thing. it is. How the hell do you break through that? Yeah. You know, what are you going to do that's different? That's not everybody got the same beat or everybody's got the same flavor or everybody's got the same dance you know that's what Beyonce and Rihanna were able to do with their what their management was at least and they're very pop them through. you yeah, know Tanasha you want your sound to be your sound but everyone don't mess with that right what is her sound wanna get too long Mm-mm. yeah what would you what classify her sound as like, what uh, is it? mellow is it supposed huh? to be like mellow R&B, R&B? Like no R&B-ish. I mean it's R- for it's sure R&B. she's R&B but I mean it's like that mellow, like she wants to be trappy, but she's not, and it's like, yeah. I just, I mean, like, here's the thing. I, I think she's great, but I think she's like a Sierra. Like, it's like that. You're gonna always, you're gonna hit a, a glass ceiling at yeah. one point, and I just think that that's something you probably built that house. Sorry, girl. Speaking of houses, Katy Perry was locked in one all weekend long. <laughs> she was, and I was so intrigued by it. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but yes, ever since I had my little Google Chromecast, I'd just be casting up onto the yeah, TV. I lost mine. <clears throat> I have an extra one. Um, but so I'm watching it and it was actually really interesting and I haven't been into the whole Katy Perry trying to promote this album thing but I thought the concept of her being in a Big Brother house and seeing the I guess it's because we're in production, too, so it's like to see that live, it's interesting. And then to get the interviews and all that stuff. But she actually had um, an interview where she sat with Black uh, Lives um, Matter activist D-Ray McKesson. And um, everyone is kind of buzzing about her commentary on her cultural appropriation. Um, basically, they had started to reflect on the video This Is How We Do, where she had, as you can see in the picture, cornrows, um, laid baby hairs. Yeah, little baby hairs, <laughs> some shanties, and um, you know, watermelon in the video and whatnot. And she came out to say, she said, um, after when I got a lot of slack for that, I listened, I heard, and I didn't know. I didn't know I was offending anybody by doing this I thought it was you know fun I thought it was playful Um, I won't ever fully understand because of who I am and my experience but apparently one of her friends um, talked to her about black girl magic and uh, how black girl hair is magical and you know and explained that to Katie and Katie respected that and she said the only thing that I can do is to educate myself she even brought up when she did the whole Japanese 
uh, thing. She was like, I didn't know that, like, and in my head, I'm like, girl, like, for someone like you, you didn't ever watch Mulan, like, you never seen the Geisha movie, like, you don't know what the, like, it's just kind of like, so... I don't know. I, I I appreciate that she, as a pop star, dares to even like touch that kind of conversation because I can't imagine Beyonce or I can't ever imagine. I always go back to like the old school like pop artists. Like if Britney Spears ever sat down to talk about like race relations, like what, you know what I mean? So like the idea of it, but I don't know. It just is kind of like I didn't hear like. And I didn't an apology really. I didn't hear like a full understanding of like I just have to educate myself. And it's not about people getting mad when they see a white person do this. It's about educating them in a positive way. Like, hey, let me teach you this. Here's a life lesson. You shouldn't wear cornrows and eat watermelon because it offends black. Like, girl, it's like common sense shit though. At, at the end of the day, like I get you want to be artistic with some things, but then there's like you you're taking things to an ignorant stance so like i don't know i mean here's my thing i i i I appreciate katie trying to venture off and try something different i do feel like she's late to the train i mean i feel like this has been done 50 million times by some random white pop girl who is trying to feature something different i mean what you mean like have the conversation conversation just like the look just like her looks and what she's trying to bring to the video i mean miley cyrus hasn't already done it you know what i mean but i'll give this if what she said if you really pay it, if you think about like the videos, she, once she did it and got slack for it, you never saw it. Wasn't a, she it's didn't not know like that yeah, it wasn't like it was repetitive. It was with a different culture, and then she probably just thought like, well, everyone else does like Asian inspired, like you know what I'm saying. So like she's getting hit in all these different ways. So if she's really taking the lesson, learning it, and applying it, because now that she did the thing with uh, the Migos, you know she wasn't in the cornrows. She was more that kind of like Iggy Pop kind of look for herself right and then she brought that so you know it's kind of like I want to be there I believe but then Courtney hit on the head she's like I would like to I would have loved it ten times more if the album if she wasn't promoting an album yeah yeah if, they, if, yeah, if she was naturally trying to do this and also I don't know I, I get tired of yes not everybody knows things and if they don't know something you have to tell them the proper way if it's offending people but I don't want to be educating I'm tired of educating people I'm tired of educating white folks I'm tired of it I'm tired of teaching teaching white people I got to tell you why not to touch my hair I got to tell you why the police shouldn't shoot me I got to tell you I'm tired I'm tired of it we all live in America why do I have to make it plain to all of you all the time if a black man is tall and 6'2 walking at night, we are not robbing you. We're we are not, not trying to break into your house. You are just I am like, tired I'm not, of educating you right now. I'm not assuming that you are going to try to string me up or, or, or change. My, like, I, I don't assume your history exactly. of your culture is what, you know, mine. Like, I just don't understand why we all live in the same country. We all watch the news. Maybe if this was 1970. And we ain't have no cable, and we ain't got no, you know, internets, and we real segregated. Then I'll be like, okay, okay, okay. I might have to still teach you something because you don't interact with no black folks, and you don't have to, you don't cross. Like, I get it. You can watch TV. People got all, D-Ray got a whole YouTube, like, of, of clicks. And you could be like, Black Lives Matter. Let me just listen and see what I can learn and be, like, why do you have to wait 
for somebody to give you the information right. when we have access to so much information all the time. It's a choice. Educate yourself. When someone brings that look to you and those ideas, educate yourself Ask to make them, sure why that's you choose the proper that? thing. What why did about you choose that? that? Like, right. what? Cornrows? You know black girls wear cornrows. You thought, that's why you thought it was cool to begin with. Right. Like, so talk to a black person. Like, well, what do Is you think cool about this? You know, right. whatever. Like, stop acting like you, I had no idea. I know. And did you what not learn from Kylie, Kylie Jenner when she got the slack for um, for the, the cornrows? No, this was, that this video was, was way before This that. was before. Oh, yeah, true. this you're was a right. long time ago. You're right, you're right. But it's just, it's exhausting. That's what I'm saying, because it was like, when you said that thing about the album, I totally agree with that. But then when I really do think that she... It never was re- kind of repeated afterwards, so I'm like, I, I don't know, because I just think everything's marketing, yeah, and you know my conspiracy is. brain, but I just think it's interesting. But I don't want to like slam her no, I mean, if she's being genuine and she right. really does feel now she feels in a better place and educated about it and wouldn't do it again. Like that is kudos to you, Katie. Thank you and thank you for sharing that. But it is exhausting. Or you know, I, okay. For example, I mean, I'm just I know we, I want to beat this and beat this to death, but when, when, murder it. What'd you say? <laughs> murder it. No, I'm saying when Britney Spears came out with you know Slave for You, right? That was a different thing for her because it was you know she was with the Neptune, she was with Pharrell, and it changed her image, and she was she was bringing something different. It was more her being a little bit more R and B, but she was still she was blacking it up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. She still was authentic. It was just Britney. the beat. It was made the beat, but she still she still was who Britney Spears is. I feel like when I watch Katy Perry, she's always just been super white to me and when I see her put on you know do these different things I don't believe it as much I, I just don't believe it I feel like it's, it's like her stylist saying hey wear this and this will be cool on you and it has nothing you know I don't know I just don't buy it but that's her shtick like as a pop star she wears co- costumes and, be- yeah. and is like I mean I get it but well that's part but of it's like understanding that corn, cornrows aren't necessarily a, a costume, costume. Like, (laughs) you've turned a cultural act act into a costume. And maybe in some some way that is something to be discussed. Like, whatever. Good luck, Katie. Good luck, Katie. I hope you're out themselves. Probably not, because Taylor shaded you, girl. She did. And I don't really care about Taylor Swift, but that is one petty bit. I was like, what? I'm like, she made I, Katie have to stay up for 24 or 48 didn't hours. Even, didn't right. even know. She was like, oh, you dropping an album? Here's all of mine. Take yep. it, girl. <laughs> Take it. Look. Katie's like, shit, we're going to have to live stream for two, three days. And right. that was not an accident either. People no. were like, oh, she was planning. No, girl, no. she knew that. She knew. Whatever. Anyway, good luck, y'all. White girls live. I would love to know if they're in the same label, too. Oh. Like to know if that information was leaked out. <laughs> right, that's a good point. But that's just Hashtag some strong white girls who wear like braids. the next feuds. <laughs> like, and I feel like this has to be more than just about some dancers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, what the hell happened with y'all? It, I, it's I guarantee you, it's about some album, an album being pushed back <laughs> or something like on that type of a level. But why Taylor so mad? Taylor the one winning. She's definitely winning. But she felt uh, whatever. We're not here right, to talk about care. Taylor Swift or Katy Perry no. anymore. What no, we are going to talk about airtime. is Kevin Hart, who sat down with Queen O at Oprah's Masterclass. And he was basically, you know, he's got a book out. It's number one on the New York Times bestseller list right now. Okay. Um, shout out to him. Congratulations. That's amazing. And basically, he was speaking about his relationship with his ex-wife, Tori Hart, and how, yeah, Tori is awesome. And he basically was, like, taking full responsibility for the demise of his marriage, saying he, you know, was starting to get some fame. He was living in the Hollywood lifestyle and going out, and he was just hella immature. He was a child. And it took, you know, the separation and them getting away from each other. And he's spoken in an interview previously that it got physical. 
And he knew, like, at that moment that he, it was like, we need to not be together right now. I need to figure my stuff out. So he, you know, separated from her and has since remarried and is expecting a child. But the thing that uh, sort of ignited people on social media and across a few blogs and whatnot was that he was saying how he was immature and he needed to work on himself and all of this. And the question sort of was brought up, well, if you recognize that and that what Tori was necessarily doing wasn't nagging or wasn't being a whatever, she was just trying to make you step up as a man, why once you understood that, did you not go back to your wife and try to make it work with your family? Is it really a requirement once you've sort of grown up that a new woman gets introduced into, has to be introduced in the situation? And because there's this whole sort of thing around women that are like, you know, when you're the first wife, you don't want to be the one building up and making this man into this greatness for somebody else. And he moves on to the next woman. So mm-hmm. there was some people chatting online about like, oh, if you really was, it was about like you growing up, like. Go back and fix it with your wife. Like with I your need kids to leave you because I, I love you and I. I, I, I love you I and I need to better myself, better myself and all that. You go and do mm, that, that like my but roommate. you need another woman now. That sound like my roommate. Oh, Jesse. I mean, is, wow, is you it, just put that, I just realized <laughs> how blast you put that out there right now. <laughs> sure did. Okay. Do you really need another woman once you have gone on to fix and become a better man? I think that you this, didn't leave to be a better man. <laughs> I think you I, left because... I, I think that the... Whew, this is a tough one right here. Yeah. Right, let me go ahead. That's I mean, a good tough. Th- this is a good tough. Okay, let's just be honest about here. I, I and Not every man wants to be monogamous. Mm. And not every man, uh, even though... Wow, let's see. This is a this is a good one here. Learn, no, because I'm just I'm, I'm talking in general. Mm-hmm. I am not talking about anyone specifically. Right. I'm just saying in general. Absolutely, but as, but I think that men. that 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 men as a man we are we are not trained always to just be with one woman. And I think there's always a fantasy trained. of a man wanting to trained. be oh. who's training. Well, Inter- I'm saying like you're tra- like growing up. You're, your parents train you. You're, you're trained by your parents. Don't you're, your you're parents train you to be with a woman? I don't know too with many parents woman? that train their boys. So like, get out here. Get out of here. It's usually different. Like it's a different. The way my sister was brought up, the way I was brought up, is totally different. My my sister was brought up, get married, have a family, you know that kind of thing. It wasn't that way in my. Was it wasn't a it strong. Was, it was you, you find somebody, but make sure you you know do your thing, play the field get, get, at play some your point. Field. Yeah. So I think that that is something that's instilled in us. Not maybe I shouldn't use the word train, but I'm gonna call it training. It is training. Okay. We were no, trained by fair. our parents. That's fair. So because we train we train girls not to be hoes, but we okay it for guys. And this is and this is. I'm, this is when I say this statement here. This is not towards Kevin Hart and and yes. Tori. This is this, just in general. This is yeah, just in general, just so everybody knows that. But also, there is I, I will speak general generally. But men, ha- I, I do think that probably certain times, if a man doesn't have money and he marries a certain woman at the beginning. There is a lot of different tang that comes to him afterwards when he has a certain stature that may be a different tang? type of tang that he really is a you know that you that is Sarah, wait a minute hold on tang? we need to I need to like really process what we, you just said I think we need the so urban you, dictionary what is tang tang I'm like you know you talking about poo tang yeah poo tang we talking about poo tang on the BHL network Lord have we talked about words what are you talking about my memory if you think your poo tang then you know that you're probably on dance but what I'm saying. Is, but what I'm saying is, when a, when a, when a man, I'm sure it happens for women so wait, too, wait, 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 but when wait. a man gets to a certain place in his career and he has a lot of money coming towards him, the, the quality of the level of 
females that come at him Terry, are part wait, of this. So the woman who was by him when I'm not saying it's side. right. I'm okay. saying that this is a general statement. I'm just saying that this. But this you is just real said life. the quality. So in your mind, the quality of women. I mean, to me, a quality woman would be someone who would put up with somebody who seems prime be a little bit difficult. Which both of them in the situation maybe. But I mean, either or, if you're sitting there and you're riding for your man who isn't supporting, and then your man gets something, a little bit of money, to say that, okay, well, now he's gonna find something new and better because he got some coin now, that's quality? That's just going out and finding something, finding somebody who's looking for something like that. Whereas the girl, to me, the girl who was sitting there by your side, rusting, uh, shining the, the rust off. I'm, I'm more talking about physical physicalities then. Maybe physicality. So maybe not quality in the sense. Why are you looking at so me the, like that? Wait, so the broke you, girl. You act like this ain't new. And, I mean, every day you look, go on the news. I'm just look, so look, go in people magazine. I'm not saying I did it I'm, or would do it. I'm saying that that is the way That's men think. You're acting mentality. like men don't think that way. Go look on every magazine cover. People I mean, are no, no, their first like wife get time, new And then they go get their younger girl. That's This is everyday life. Movies are made off this every day. So I'm not saying nothing that nobody don't know. I mean, I'm just saying that this is you trying to ask you ask me the question. I'm telling you what men probably think and how they think. So I think it's bullshit. I think that it's. I'm not saying I, it's right. Oh yeah. I, it's not. It's not. I right. think Kevin if somebody rides a die for you. That is. I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't say that Kevin Hart is bullshit because I, I'm sure there were other circumstances with that. Tori's a beautiful woman. She's a sexy woman. And, and they have a great relationship right now. So I, I applaud them for their divorced relationship because yeah. I feel like, hell, Make it work for the I've kids. never heard, you know, the, the, well, they were, you don't hear negative stuff, but she talks very highly of him. He talks very highly of her. Yeah. And, and they are bringing up their kids, in a, to me, in a very great environment for a divorced family. Yeah. And he's adding on to his family with someone else. But, but in general, I'm going to say <laughs> it's like, you know, that is the way men think. I mean, I'm not saying all. I'm not generalizing everybody. I'm just saying and Tiny some there. some people, you, you can, like you just said, T.I. and Tiny, <laughs> you, I think what happens is, I think it's just a, the cycle of, 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 of a lot of people, you maybe get curious of something that is different than what you have because you're used to what you have and, you, you know, whatever. Everybody thinks the grass is green on the other side. And then when a man gets a certain amount of money and there's these, you know, Maybe he wasn't able to get models before, and maybe that curiosity is there. Let's just be honest, you know. Maybe that hot chick who is, you know, who the world may consider a ten, he was only able to get a six before he got money, and now he's like, mm, maybe I want to do that. I'm not saying that's right, but I'm saying that's probably how a lot of people think, and we see it. I all just the time. see like Forrest we Whitaker in my head. His wife is gorgeous. No, I know. I just like he would play that character. <laughs> More force. I don't know. Just like that. I you know. Well, that's just my opinion. You know, this. No, I mean, I agree. I think that this is the society we we have built. I don't know. Well, I will say that. But women do it too. The question being posed. Not Not as much. Not as much, but women do. do If you down, you down usually. But regardless, um, I would say that the question that was posed was why not go back to your wife and rebuild and in a theoretical circumstance I think that would be amazing for anybody that can make that happen but I do also understand that sometimes the damage that was done at the time cannot be overcome and it has very little to do with oh I grew up and now I'm better for you it's because what broke it to begin with is irreparable and also you changed maybe he changed maybe in that process of growing up he realized that maybe something that he thought he wanted before he didn't anymore so can't fault him for that. And also in the end, you know, we play this whole like people 
changed and whatever. We have to learn that we have to grow together. That's, if we this is, that's be what married. blows my mind about marriage. Well, just don't get subject. married. Just but don't that's get married the then. Because yeah, you are like, not going to be the same person at 25 as you are at 55. And you have to understand oh. that. And it's like, it's. I just had this conversation with somebody. I'm just like, literally, I, I question some people's grandparents or things like that because I would go and see like, you know what I mean? Why are they sleeping in different rooms? You know what I mean? And All then the you time. right, and you I wonder like, okay, well maybe together. grandpa messed around with, you know, yeah. the mailman down the street or something. But it's never spoken about they work it out and it's like cuz they have to do it for the family yeah. to grow. Like it's just like crazy. My aunt and uncle, I mean, hopefully they ain't listening, but they <laughs> they've been together for like 30 years and yeah. they haven't slept in the same room in probably 20 year not 20 but 15 yeah. you know what I mean That's but rough. they but you, it, people are like why are y'all still together but they like oh we you know yeah. they don't really answer the question so to me that's unhealthy I listen Auntie, go get your whatever, and Uncle, go get your whatever. Well, we've also like moved into this whole world of like we're all supposed Pleasing to be self satisfied, and like I'm supposed to be living my best life, and like all of this sort of rhetoric that didn't exist like thirty I have an years Instagram ago. Like it's, so, whatever, people. Anyway, we're gonna move on because okay. we're gonna talk because we can talk about that for like for real. That, that could be a whole episode of we VHL. Should. We should yeah. and bring like relationship, people relationship, in here. and marriage. That would be a good one. We might have to do that. Tell us Come what you think well, about that. this week. Life. This this Week life, life. all love. about the business. All right, so all about the business was Miss Kamala Harris or Senator Kamala Harris, who was in the Senate Intelligence hearing this week, questioning our Attorney General. <clears throat> pardon me, uh, Mr. Jeff Sessions, and just like last week, when she was trying to question Comey, and she was getting shh, 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 look, let him, let him talk from her fellow male old-ass white man senators, um, they decided to take that back up this week and prove once again that women scare men, apparently. Because this was, um, she was questioning Jeff Sessions basically very directly, and she wasn't being super aggressive. He just wasn't answering the question. So she kept, you know, powering back questions. But what I asked you was this. But what I asked you was was this. He's talking about, oh, you're making me nervous, and if I don't say what I'm, I'm let, let me finish so I can, because you're making me nervous, and if I don't answer, you're going to call me a liar. And then Senator John McCain is over on the side talking about, let him answer the question. And then the other senator who was running the uh, whole session was like, senators, please let everybody answer the question while she's still trying to talk. So they basically are cutting her off while she's trying to, because each senator gets their few minutes, whatever it is, two or three minutes, seven minutes, I don't know, um, to ask, ask whatever questions they want to the attorney general. Seems like Kamala was the one that everybody needed to interrupt and tell her she's not letting him do enough and say enough and whatever, while all the other senators can ask their questions however they want, interrupt uh, sessions as much as they want if he's not answering the question, but apparently it's a problem when grown woman do it. Do we make y'all nervous? Uh, I mean, I think I am not... I'm nervous of a strong woman. I mean, I, that's what I was raised by, so and I'm definitely not strong, afraid of that, but there are a lot of men who have that old-school mentality of a woman still needs to be in her certain place, and I think that that's changing now, but these are also these old-school yep. old-school get rid of them. You got they, got they got to die before that all changes, you know what I mean? So, yeah. once this, the, the new millennial age, that's not going to be an issue. Yeah, and then, I don't know if you guys saw, there was, I don't know if it was, a, I don't think it was a TED Talks, but it was something similar, mm-hmm. and it was like this female scientist or something like that on a panel of like all these male scientists and uh, they were inter- there to interview her for her, her work and she was like starts explaining it and then the host like they all start explaining 
her work for her, and the audience started booing and was like, "Let her finish." I was like, "The like the audacity of people!" It was yeah, so I mean, embarrassing. People are, people are rude. They don't even realize they're doing it. I don't think. I think they just. Think but we're helping her. We're helping yeah. her. Um, like you're not hearing him out. Like I don't need to hear him out. He started the question. He started answering a question that I didn't ask. So right. I'm going to take it back to the question that I asked. But no, I was it's too much logic and structure. <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. You're talking a little too much. You're going a little too fast. But when he said, "Will you calm down? I'm, I'm ner- You're making me nervous. If I don't, if I can't answer, I was like." First of all, he couldn't remember anything for most of the hearing. Every time he got asked a question, I don't really recall. I literally tweeted, like, bro, if you can't recall most of the stuff, how about you maybe have a memory issue and maybe you should just retire. Yeah. Well, that like, go him. sit down. Yeah. Somewhere else. Well, it, I, it's interesting. I was at this uh, entertainment panel a couple of weeks ago, and there was an executive producer there, a woman, and then there was a couple other producers who were men. <clears throat> but they were, you know, older, but mm-hmm. they had been producing a lot of projects. Somebody directed... At one point in that panel, one of the producers said to the executive producer, who's the woman, he called her sweetie. And she, in, in, after she had made her statement, and he thought he did nothing wrong. She, yeah. you, you saw her, you saw that instant in her eye where she was like, just call me sweetie. And she actually stopped and was like, don't, you know, don't call, don't me, call me sweetie. Bitch. And he, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, you know. But it's, that, that goes back to the point. It's that old school mentality of, he, he th- sweetie, you know, oh, oh calm down. You're, yeah. you're getting emotional, sweetie, you know. And she was like, I got you, sweetie, homie. And she was higher up than him, producing more projects than he was, and younger. Wow. So, no, we just talked about it too. That some guy referenced uh, to a, a woman uh, as, oh, yeah, females be crazy. And she took such offense to it, and Courtney was like, I mean, that's like 90s kind of slang. Like, and then when you right. start putting it together with where people all come from, and it's just crazy. Crazy. It's <laughs> that PC culture, yo. PC culture, that's another. Yeah, we It just have. doesn't even. Whatever. I hate you when people want say PC. You would not call you sweetie, right? You would go off on that. I actually wouldn't, but really? I'm also I'm Southern. Surprised. I'm also Southern, if and you were I don't. On you panel, if I, I wouldn't. And a man, if you were talking on a panel, and a man was like, you're making, if you're trying to make your point, he's if like, you sweetie. shush me yeah, and call okay. me sweetie, that's something else. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. true. Okay, but but some people are very offended just by the term being yeah. used because they immediately assume it's condescending. Right. And I mean, in a lot of cases, yeah, it is, and it can be. Yeah. But for me, it also because I call people honey when I'm not supposed to. So I understand to a certain degree that it could just happen because it's a part of how you talk to people. And ma'am too is. And ma'am, word. and I say ma'am all the time because I was raised to say ma'am and sir. Right. So and. It's gotten less that way because people are actually offended by me calling them ma'am and whatever. So anyway. I was at Ralph's the other day and accidentally said sir to a person who's not a sir. It was a ma'am and I felt real bad about it. But that's a different subject. They looked at me like I had 15 heads and probably wanted to slap the (laughs) sh out of me. I was like, excuse me, sir. Oh, ma'am. But by that that time, it was already too late. 2017 problems. Yeah. All right. So we're going to move on to uh, something that is not a problem with our ER Web Story Spotlight of the Week. We don't get our music today. They're trying to get us off of the thing. I guess so. They don't like our music no more. All right. So there was just a recent listing from Forbes magazine on the top earning celebrities. And one thing that I found super interesting about this is that three of them were the Canadian invasion. You had The Weeknd, who actually is gracing the cover of Forbes. And it's a dope picture of him. I'm glad he cut his hair still. You know, he got the high top fade. he's kind of not recognizable anymore. He kind of just looks like a cute black guy. 
but it's you know, but he's got the the, the high top that's going pretty high now. But you know, I, I like the way they cover cover the R and the B in the Forbes. Yeah. You know what I mean? He looks great. It's a good picture. I mean, I think it's dope that they put him on the cover. I mean, per, you know, personally. So uh, the three Canadians that Beyonce. grace is Beyonce, Beyonce, right? Beyonce uh, was pushing babies out. She the, didn't have time. The three Canadians that grace that are in going to be featured in this are the weekend, as I mentioned, who made an estimated ninety two million dollars. That over I couldn't the last believe. Twelve months. Ninety two million dollars. Because I, I was like, I know you're doing well, but I just didn't think you were doing. I didn't know he was doing His that well. Everywhere. It is everywhere. It is everywhere. He's about to do that tour too. I'm thinking about going to that tour. We should go to that tour. Uh, Drake earned more than that. Drake earned ninety four million. That I buy. And then Justin Bieber earned eighty three point five million. I was like, Justin just be making money. I don't. Did he make? Oh, he did have the album. He's on tour. Yeah, yeah. That's where they get all the money. He's always getting fight. That's why I didn't think the weekend. I was like, were you touring like the whole year? And I didn't realize it because I know he dropped the album. Yeah, and all those songs like I'm Starboy. They get commercial. Commercial. Yeah, I did see Starboy. But I don't never. I I never assume these. They all own their own publishing and stuff. So like stuff like that. I don't assume they're actually making all that much money. money But see, like with a Rihanna, I would think that. But with the Weekend, where like I, I what I believe is that he is involved. involved. Yeah. So well, um, no country has more stars in the top six than Canada currently because of Get those it. three. Now this is just a quick listing of the top ten. Some a couple of these will be repeated. Number one. Of was the biggest money maker was Diddy, which I was surprised by. Diddy with 130 million dollars. I was surprised that Diddy's the number one, beating Beyonce. Diddy, I don't know. I just he, he, still, say, he made some good investments. It, yeah, that's what it is. It yeah. must be because I'm like. I mean, know, I don't really know what they are, but I mean, 130 million. Beyonce was number two at 105 million. Uh, J.K. Rowling, uh, 95 million. He's an author. If you guys don't know who that is, that's a girl. She's an author. If you don't know who that is, <laughs> if you don't know, who, if yes, I don't know who that is, I do know who that is. Actually, not just Harry it. Potter. That's Harry Potter. Uh, Drake, ninety-four million. Uh, um, Cristiano Ronaldo. How do you say Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo? He making that kind of money? Ninety-three oh, million. Yes, ninety-three honey. million. Ninety-three million. I already mentioned the weekend. What? And Daddy. I already mentioned the weekend in ninety-two. Howard Stern at number seven Woo. with ninety million. I wish. Coldplay at 88 million, James Patterson, author, 87 million, LeBron James at 86 million, and the rest of the full list is on Forbes.com. All but right, I'm kids. like, what am I doing wrong with my life? Can Apparently I get can lot. I get one million? Can not, I get one not, million? Not shitting out albums like Beyonce. Uh, clearly, I, I know, chose right? the wrong path. Well, we can That's make an album. album. Let's make the BHL this week. Album. <laughs> Out. We can, listen. We, we, we know how to do tracks. We oh, can do good. I can sing. So, you know. Give us a little something. No, I'm not gonna do it today. I'm not ready. We didn't talk about relationships. I'm all. I'm a little relationships. dry. Give us a little blue. I'm R&B. Little, blue. I'm a little dry in the voice today. Sorry. <laughs> a little dry. In the all voice. right. So that good for them. Congratulations. Yes. Go pick up That's the awesome. uh, the uh, the uh, issue or go. Feel online free to donate. I can start a GoFundMe yes. to help a sister out. Yes. Adopt um, me. Yep, adopt. I would, I would is, take adoption. You would take adoption. I would. I would. I would be okay being adopted. I'd even change my name. All right. Well, um, you want to call me? I don't even know. I Whatever. mean, it depends on the money, but yeah, I'm here for that. Well, we're gonna end on a very positive. <laughs> note. I don't have anything <laughs> no. to say after that. So he's like, uh, I don't want to be adopted. I don't want to be adopted. He's I like, just I'm want some of that cash, man. but I would like some of that cash though. Um, this is a positive story. Uh, this is not the image for the story because uh, we have the Boca it's all good. Haram story, but it's okay. Um, well, we all know about the 
276 girls that were kidnapped in um, from the Boko Haram in 2014, and uh, only 57 of those girls have actually escaped. Uh, that was obviously we've been covering that for many years, and and that was a really huge story. But what I'm happy to report is two of the kidnapped Nigerian girls who escaped to cap from the Boko Haram have actually earned their high school degrees or high school oh, diplomas. Cool. So according to the EMC, which is, stands for the Education Must Continue, a non-governmental organization involved in getting education to Nigerian girls abroad, um, the two girls have been identified as Debbie and Grace, graduated after completing their junior and senior year at a private school in Washington, D.C. Um, they are also the first girls kidnapped to graduate from an American high school after meeting academic sta- academic standards. Awesome. Mm. So kudos to those girls. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that they're going to have some amazing, amazing lives. And they will. And, and, yeah. and they have you know, been through a lot. And you know, it's still scary that a lot of those girls have not still been found um, yet. So... You know, send those prayers and, and things out there. I know Obama was trying to make some really big efforts to make that happen. I haven't heard anything from Mr. You-Know-Who, so I don't even know where that lies. You might as well put your shades back down on that one, Courtney. But the positive is that these girls have gotten their diplomas. and Congratulations. Congratulations. You know, look, that's amazing. Look forward to seeing what they do in this world, because I'm sure it's going to be some amazing things. Yes. All right, that's all I got for today. That's it. Um, Courtney, where can fans find you? You guys find me some food right now. Um, you can find hungry. me. I'm so hungry. No, I'm, it's insane. I'm so hungry. Um, you can follow me on all the social medias at Stuart Starlet. Jesse. Boom. Everywhere DJ Jesse J. You can find me at Daryl Christian on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat. Social, media. No, social media. I just like to list them all because I just like to know where he's I like, I am all over Snapchat. Like I'm on Facebook. Uh, and you're really giving me an actor. Like, I totally see you. FX, People's Court. Well, listen, hire me. Uh, he's like, trying, I will act. What you want me to do? Put me on Forbes. All right. <laughs> hire me first. Let me make some money. All right. Everybody have a great weekend. We will see you next week. Bye. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christian, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff. We would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live. Simply Instagram at KingXOBet. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood, Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the whole song and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.